This is the COVID-19 Daily Brief, presented by Group 11 Health. I'm Brian Kroc. Bill Gates is funding an at-home coronavirus test program, and it's already testing 300 people per day. Bill Gates is funding a new program to provide at-home coronavirus testing kits to residents in the Seattle area. The initiative aims to help researchers better understand how COVID-19 spread through communities. In any fight, it's important to know your enemy. Unfortunately, in our battle against COVID-19, there's a lot that we still don't know, the Microsoft co-founder wrote in a blog post on Tuesday. More testing, of course, will help us answer them, but with tests in short supply in many parts of the world, including the U.S., it is impossible to test everyone, at least for now. In the blog post, Gates also said he is funding a first-of-its-kind disease surveillance program called the Seattle Coronavirus Assessment Network, or SCAN, to detect cases of COVID-19 in the greater Seattle area, the first hotspot of the outbreak in the United States. SCAN also allows people to collect their own nasal samples using a self-swab test and then ship them to a lab, all without ever leaving home. The program is testing both healthy and sick people, Gates said. Federal judge says coronavirus aid to Native Americans is not unreasonably delayed. The U.S. Treasury Department is not unreasonably delaying the release of coronavirus relief funds to Native American tribes, a federal judge ruled this week. Even as tribes are desperate for help, the crisis has become so bad that Doctors Without Borders has sent a team inside the United States. The department is tasked with dispersing $8 billion to tribes that was included in a relief package approved in late March. The payments didn't start going out until more than a week after the April 26 deadline set by Congress, and 40% of the money is being withheld. Despite that, U.S. District Judge Amit Mehta in Washington, D.C. rejected an assertion that the Treasury Secretary was twiddling his thumbs. Congress required the Treasury Department to consult with tribes and the Interior Department before sending any payments, making the job more difficult. Yellowstone to half reopen amid self-quarantine differences. Access to the southern half of Yellowstone National Park will resume Monday by way of Wyoming, but park officials continue to talk with Montana officials about reopening the rest of the park after a seven-week closure due to the coronavirus. The partial reopening comes as other national parks, including busy Great Smoky Mountains in Tennessee and North Carolina and the Rocky Mountains in Colorado, begin to prepare to raise their gates at the urging of President Donald Trump. Complicating Yellowstone's reopening, Wyoming recently lifted a 14-day self-quarantine order for out-of-state visitors on non-essential business, but one remains in Montana. Superintendent Cam Sholley nonetheless described Yellowstone's split approach as a good way to help rangers get ready for a new visitor experience that will discourage shoulder-to-shoulder crowding at thermal features, or any of the other summer scenes common in Yellowstone. After losing his dad, man donates iPads so elderly patients can stay connected to families. Due to social distancing requirements, many hospitals and healthcare facilities are restricting visitors at this time. While the measure helps prevent the spread of coronavirus, it has led to the isolation of many patients. One New Jersey man who knows firsthand how important it is to stay connected to ailing family members was inspired to help other elderly patients see their loved ones. Wildcrest resident John Lynch 
recently had to say a final goodbye to his father via FaceTime. His dad was at a memory cure unit in Atlanta, and because of restrictions, Lynch couldn't see him in person before he died. After learning some nurses use their personal cell phones to help connect the patients with families, Lynch was inspired to help others in his situation. His Lunch with Lynch Foundation usually focuses on providing learning experiences for children and assisting families with life-threatening illnesses. Now, Lynch's foundation is committed to collecting donated iPads for healthcare facilities where patients are restricted from seeing their families in person. Lynch calls it Operation Connection, the iPad project. And through the program, more than 60 iPads have been collected so far. The first 20 iPads collected went to Cape May County Medical Center, and the rest will be distributed to nursing homes in Cape May County and hospitals across the country. The foundation is still accepting cash donations and new or gently used iPads. This has been the COVID-19 Daily Brief presented by Group 11 Health. For more information on Group 11 Health, go to groupxihealth.com. That's groupxihealth.com.